the Roaring Heads podcast with Grant Giles, psychology, athletes and people. edition of the Roaring Heads podcast and today I wanted to do just a a quick little uh, talk about the nature of what we're going through at the moment with the coronaviruses and the various lockdowns in in different countries and what that means for us as athletes because obviously there were a lot of races uh, for triathletes especially that were cancelled yesterday and I'm sure it's the same for many other sports and I guess we're at a little bit of a crossroad where we have to decide, well, hell, what am I going to do now? And a few people have asked me, well, what's your stance on what's happening with regard to panic and stress and fear? And and uh, why have you been so quiet on social media? And the reason I've been so quiet on social media is that I simply don't want to add to the noise. There's enough noise out there as there is. There's enough misinformation. There's enough panic and I just haven't up until this point felt to add anything to it. And today I was asked specifically, would I do a small podcast on the nature of, or how the hell do we stay calm through this period? And the bottom line is, yes, we do need to calm the farm. Because what you put more of out there, you will get more of in here. So if it's fear, that you put out there, the more fear you will feel. If it's panic that you put out there, the more panic that you will feel. If it's love that you put out there, the more love that you will feel. If it's silence that you put out there, the more silence that you will feel in here. Hence my lack of comment. (laughs) So for the moment, I myself have chosen silence. And why have I chosen silence? Well, you know, Silence, because this is an uncertain time. So the question comes, you know, can I be okay with not knowing? You know, what is a good foil for uncertainty? Silence and quietness to me is a good foil for uncertainty. And, you know, allowing myself to touch the surface of the shakiness, feeling the sensation in my belly that it brings to me, allowing the tightness in my chest to inform me that I'm You know, I'm too hooked into wanting everything to be okay. And sometimes it's not. And this silence makes me realize how hooked into control I really am. And that's okay, just to notice and be aware of it. I personally feel like a lot of the time we misidentify ourselves with the passing parade. The passing parade that, you know, is constantly going on in front of our our very eyes and we misidentify ourselves as the things that are happening the actions that people are taking the collective worry and stress we think that's our definition it's not the truth because all this stuff is passing in front of us we're not made of that we're made of something deeper than that and if you know this period is doing anything 
it's giving us a little bit of a slap. It's it's saying to us, you know, we need to wake up. We need to stop using the earth like a toilet. We need to stop, you know, obsessing over over finances and over amassing, you know, objects. And what does silence have to do with this? Well, silence makes me realise how hooked into control I am. And that's okay, just to notice and be aware of it. And the silence says to me, at the moment, this is in the mind. And you are here, fully aware that life itself is uncertain. My discomfort then is my low tolerance to ambiguity. And what can I do about that lack of tolerance? Well, I can realize it's in my mind and the energy that I'm putting out because I'm putting it out there is being returned to me. Ah, well then I do have some control after all. Not with regard to what's happening out there, but in regard to what's happening in here. What can I do? I can shut up. I can be silent and I can practice it over and over again. And what does that do? It mirrors back to me silence. It brings me a little bit of a peace in an uncertain time. It allows me to see myself for what I really am. A field of awareness, not a whole bunch of jumbled, panic, fearful thoughts. Something much deeper than that. Something much more grounded than that. Something much more powerful than that. Regardless of whether I'm taken out or not. Still, that's what I am right here and right now until I'm not. So I make a choice. I can choose to either live in survival mode or I can choose to live in the realm of creation itself, the here and the now. Not, you know, thoughts of catastrophe in the future or thoughts of the terrible past repeating itself again, but just to stay anchored here in this moment. You know, what is the source of my stress? It's not my body right now, although my body is certainly reacting to this trigger. No, it's my mind. You know, and it's thrown itself into survival mode. But right now, I am not yet threatened with oblivion. But, you know, if I, if I participate, you know, on social media in this ongoing panic and, you know, this catastrophizing, which is understandable um, under the circumstances... This is going to knock my brain and body out of homeostasis due to the thoughts I'm feeding myself and the thoughts of a, you know, a panicked collective and the habitual analysis that we live under these days. You know, read one article, read another, read another, read another, you know, back and forwards, political comment, um, personal opinion, experts comment. It's hard to really know what's going on half the time because... The landscape is just so blurry. It's just so full of, you know, illusion. And, and I don't, you know, who wants to live like that? And if I give in to the thoughts and fears and, and catastrophizing of this panicked collective and I continue this route, I'm soon going to be exhausted. I'm going to be knackered. You know, how, how long can I keep this up for? I am creating this panic inside my own mind. And look, it's far more contagious than the coronavirus. So nobody can sustain living in emergency mode forever. It's, it's not healthy. Furthermore, it's not even true until it is or it isn't. It's not even important whether it's true or not. Life is uncertain and ambiguous at best. 
if it wasn't, you'd be bored to death anyway. So what can we do? Well, we can become still. We can participate in the practice of becoming quiet and still. We can anchor ourselves to the authentic source of life that is beyond the mind's constant habitual analysis of every single moment. And in the practice of silence, can I find a way to be okay with uncertainty? And yes, I can. Because the present moment just is. No ifs and no buts. We so don't realize how we create the seeds of our own reality, which manifest the experience we're having right now. So the question right now is this. Am I going to listen to the fears of the collective and the noise in my own head that mirrors it? Or am I going to practice connecting to my deeper self? And maybe an opportunity to find out what the deeper self actually means. I mean, you know, we're socially distanced here at the moment and, and, and everywhere else in the world. And here is the opportunity to find out who we really are when we're forced to be a little bit quiet, when we're forced to introspect, you know, stay calm, nurture myself, realize that just because everyone else is running towards a cliff to jump off doesn't mean I have to. Although it does mean I have to have the courage to run against that flow, to serve my true self, to be true to a deeper sense of myself and not buy into this freak out. You know, using a religious context and not being religious myself, Jesus Christ himself once said, who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? So the larger question is, who are you? Man, what a time to look at this. Who are you really? Are you mind and the thoughts of the collective or are you something deeper than that? You know, are you, are you just an athlete? Are you just a father? Are you just a, a, a spouse? Are you, what are you? You're something deeper than all those tags and labels. You are the awareness that they all arise in. So my advice, if, if anybody can be given advice in, in these times, is calm the farm, people. It, it's okay to not be okay. Don't make that a problem too. You know, the, half of our problem is a resistance to not feeling okay. Things are not okay at the moment. You know, it's, it's not calm and peaceful ground but we do have the power to make the choice to become peaceful and calm even if it's only for 20 minutes even if it's only for five minutes it's it's better than nothing to sit and act consciously to take the higher conscious ground to realize that the energy within your panic and fear is actually at the base level a love of life it really is you know, it's, it's the love of life that causes this panic and this fear. And the outer circumstances pass us by like a parade that never stops. You can take back your power by realizing deeply that you are the one it passes in front of. You are the one thing that is already stopped. It's your experience of this outer play that makes it all so. 
What do you do when you stay calm? Meditate, love, allow peace, have compassion for self and others. You practice being what you really are. You are still. You always have been. You always will be. And you won't realize it until you look deeper into the truth. Does it make this situation any different on the outside? No, but it shifts the inside. And collectively, if we have panic and fear moving outwards, that's what's going to be mirrored back inwards. We have the power to change the reality here. You know, the dream of objects is over. It's time to awaken to who and what we really are. You are my brother, you are my sister, you are my mother and father, and we're all in one quantum field of energy. And I know this sounds like, well, to some people, this is going to sound like a load of esoteric bullshit. But if you've been listening to my podcasts, you will have heard me talk about um, the practice of relaxing into pain. Well, this is not a hell of a lot different. We're relaxing into uncertainty. We're relaxing into fear. We're relaxing into panic. We're relaxing into stress. We're finding out what we're actually made of, what our capacity is actually is what is our capacity for compassion what is our capacity for love what is our capacity for community what is our capacity for service you can't find the answer to any of those questions until you explore the inner landscape until you burrow down deeper than the surface level of your mind into the deep subconscious to find out what you're really made of to find out what your blocks really are to find out where your hooks actually are. I know where mine are. It doesn't make them any less real. I still suffer with them. I still struggle with them. I still struggle with anxiety, but I do know where that comes from. And I do know that I can meditate and to go to a place of peace. That's so valuable to me right now. And my God, if I didn't have meditation, but we all have that capacity. It's just a trigger that we have to pull. And the reason I'm talking about this is because the reason the world is in the state that it's in is because we have disconnected from this. We kind of need to go back to the start. We need to go back to community. We need to go back to realizing ourselves as a field of energetic experience. We're not an object. <laughs> we can't transport ourselves outside our, ourselves out into the world of objects. We don't belong out there. We belong in here. That out there serves us. We don't serve it. It's high time we realized it. On a world level, maybe that what, that's what this is all about. Who knows? But for right now, just look after your health. Be peaceful. Be as calm as you can be. Introspect. Love your loved ones. Look after them. Look after yourself. And, you know, hopefully we'll all get through this finally to to my way of thinking you know the funny thing about this social isolation thing is that we get the chance to socially distance ourselves and we also get the chance to come together as a collective at the same time and the funny thing is without being socially distanced we've been you know like aliens to each other in some respects you know everybody's looking out for themselves and their financial gain and and it hasn't worked, has it, really? So, you know, here's the opportunity for us to, to, to claw back a sense of community. And when I, when I talk about sense of community, I don't, I'm not talking about, 
you know, working your fingers to the bone, helping other people. I'm talking about realizing that that person that you're looking at over there is actually you too. The one field of energy, unseparated, totally unseparated, the one energy that moves through all of us, a benevolent force, regardless of what's happening out there in the world and, you know, the actions and reactions that we're looking at that are making us feel sick, something deeper than that, something in a collective that says more about us as a species than it does about what we produce. And, you know, talking of producing, why don't I finish this with a little message to to the athletes as, um, yeah, there's been a lot of races cancelled in this last week. Um, Now is probably the worst time to lose your shit, (laughs) to to lose your bottle and to become apathetic and lose your motivation. Now is the time to be motivated. Now is the time to be passionate. Now is the time to be enthusiastic about what you're after and to really give yourself a chance and some space to really dial it down and explore you know, and explore your weaknesses in training. Find out the holes. Find out where the holes are. How can you fill them? What are you going to do about them? Now's your opportunity. You know, we've got we've probably got a couple of months stretching out now before racing starts again. So now is the time to build on what you've already built. No prep that you've done in the last couple of months will be lost in this period. If anything, you have an opportunity here now to cement that preparation and make something of it. So the choice right now is action or reaction. That's the choice we're making. We're making a choice of motivation and enthusiasm or we're making a choice of apathy, which is it going to be? That's that's the choice we're going to make right now. And not just for our um, racing gains further down the road, but also for our mental health, which is extremely important, you know. training in itself is a form of meditation i have absolutely no doubt about that so don't rip it out from underneath your feet i'd hold it closer than ever so thanks again for listening thanks for sharing thanks for reaching out as a lot of people have really appreciate that and i look forward to working on something new with you in the next podcast all the best for now Wake me up, wake me before black turns into blue. Wake me up, wake me. I don't wanna miss a thing with you. Wake me up.